Check out bmfcast.com for all our episodes and links to our social things. And for tons of bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast. Everybody sit tight, get drunk, and be somebody. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! BAMFCast. Episode 437. Ooh, good luck. Yep. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. I get one to five jocks and robot jocks! Robot jocks! However, <laughs> thanks, thanks for the salt the foley there, Michael Winslow. Uh, however, there are bad bad movies. This is a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, and some giant bags of trash, in which we would wish, wish to put them. Boo! Yeah. We yeah, disagree with these movies. Here. Get them yeah. away from me. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a uh, issue, a, a scale that you need to worry about tonight, because we are paying there. tribute to a legend. Mm. In fact, actually, I believe we were we were kind of all scheduled to record our sister podcast, No Quarters, um, talk about important things in the video game world. However, and then a ridiculously important man passed away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we decided to alter those plans because uh, we now have to say the late great Burt Reynolds is no longer with us. And we have long had Hooper in the hopper. And so time, it seemed like time to finally put Hooper on our screen and come in here and see what all the hoopla is about. <laughs> all right. I like the yeah. way you got there. Yeah, you you jumped through a lot of hoops to I get did. there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad you made it. Yeah, it was a, Pretty, it was a hyper loop of a hoops. <laughs> um, uh, but yes, 1978's Hooper. Hooper. We're, we're going to talk about it. Cause Hooper. It's... It's very much in our wheelhouse because it's it's God a, damn it, is it? Yeah. I mean, mm. first things first, plot summary, then we'll talk about who's behind the scenes because it's an, is, there's some important names. Absolutely. But here we go. <laughs> Hollywood aging stuntman Sonny Hooper wants to prove that he's still got what it takes to be a great professional in this risky and underrecognized line of work. Stunt manning. <laughs> yeah. Does it say stunt manning? It on does the, not. I, okay. I added oh, okay. that. You know, Eli, yeah, that's Eli Peyton's brother. My new name is stunt manning. Eli and Peyton's brother <laughs> stunting. Stunt Manning. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this is... It's pretty much a a Smokey and the Bandit reunion movie. Yeah, it was basically yeah. like six like, months after Smokey yeah, and the Bandit. Yeah, it was like, a, yeah, less than a year later, like, man, everybody, yeah. let's get the ba- gang back together and just yeah. make another movie like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, first off, it's 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 the legendary Hal Needham. Yep. Yeah. He has graced our, our stage many a time. Uh, Megaforce. Yeah. Rad. Mm-hmm. Body slam. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> a lesser work of Hal Needham, but yes. Yeah. We so, like, isn't that the one with uh, Roddy Piper and it stuff? Is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I thought we liked that one. It's all right. All right. But I mean, come on. It's no it, it's, it's no last 45 minutes of Mega Force. That's, this is true. Yeah. Few things are. Yeah. Uh, also, of course, Burt Reynolds. Of who, course. Who I, I was like, man, have we done any Burt Reynolds movies? And oh, yeah. The biggest ones. Yeah, um, Endgame, uh-huh. which showed up during Cuba Gooding June. Yeah. <laughs> In the name of the king, a dungeon siege tale. He was the titular king that it was done in the name of. Uh-huh. Right. Yep. Uh, Fuzz, which is extra. Mm-hmm. 100 Rifles, which is extra. 
and Saints Row the Third, which is just extra great <laughs> from North Quarters yeah, land. That yeah. was worth mentioning. Yes. I believe that he was, was the a mayor. 40 yeah. Well, he year. was the mayor of the city, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He I, was himself, wasn't he? Ironically, yeah, he yes. was Mayor yeah. Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I was going to say, ironically, he shares the screen in this with Adam West, who plays Mayor Adam West. <laughs> right. On Family Guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking IMDb trivia right well, I, there. I was just, yeah. just realized yeah. that, like, yeah, two people in this movie have played themselves as a mayor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Adam West of. Omega Cop fame. <laughs> of course. <laughs> His most famous role in Omega Cop. Uh-huh. He was a man who proposed to a woman with a grenade pin. Yes. And then died. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Sally Field from Beyond the Poseidon Adventure. <laughs> Thanks, Extra. Uh, You're padding these stats with stuff from yeah, Extra. They I don't know. Hey, they I, don't know. I don't know. They're canon. Speaking of Extra, no. Brian Keith of Meteor. <laughs> right. And uh, lastly, Jan Michael Vincent of Alienator. Yeah. Alienator. I think we liked Alienator. I think it was all right. Yeah. Was that a Wynorski joint? It was a Fred Olin Ray thing. Oh, I think. Alienator. Yeah. I, yeah. Knew <laughs> I remember they were in the woods a lot. Yeah. And there was this Amazon lady. So yeah. Like, <laughs> a, was it a power packed Amazon lady? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, a lot of people. Uh, um, technically speaking, this movie is only on DVD. And it is only available in a like a pan and scan. Well, not pan and scan, but like a cropped it's four, four by three. three. It's out of print. Yeah, it's out of print. I mean, like this movie deserves better. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna guess it's pan and scan because it didn't look open matte. Yeah, I'm just saying they they didn't do any like egregious like digital pans like like Star Wars did and things like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing where it was like, oh, ah. Yeah, no, there's nothing like that. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 four by three. I guess you would call it pan and scan, but I mean, it's like it's mostly like, uh, well, this is the obviously the part of the shot you want to see. The only thing I wonder is if that bar was meant to actually be outside. Mm, because that's true. That might be open, Matt. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. you did see above this fencing that they had for walls mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, wait, no, this is totally just in a parking lot somewhere, right. which yeah. makes sense for stuntmen to have a bar that just gets fucked up outside. But right. who knows? Yeah, they like just literally built some fencing and like threw a bar in there and we're like, yeah. this is a bar now. Yeah. <laughs> but this this is Living a the dream just like real quick this is a, a weird trend with a lot of Burt Reynolds movies in that they just don't exist like they mm-hmm. you cannot rent this movie like usually we're like eh, you could rent it but that doesn't count because we just want to stream it somewhere you can't rent it anywhere the disc is out of print there's that's insane yeah and none of the streaming services I, I believe as you put it basically if you want to go on Netflix and watch some Burt Reynolds you mm-hmm. can watch Boogie Nights yeah or you could hit rewind and watch Boogie Nights again. Correct. Yeah. There wasn't. There wasn't. There. There wasn't even like an animated movie where he did a voice or something. It was like a Frosty the Snowman okay. thing, which I and mean, an episode of the Twilight Zone barely count. Yeah. yeah. But Amazon Prime was a little better. They had two or three, you know, Smoking the Bandit stuff like that. They had a couple <laughs> of movies that you could get to, but like as a whole, like his filmography is not represented well in the 21st century in terms of things you can go and get or things you can hit play on or whatever. So. Keep just keep this one in your back pocket. Mm-hmm. Just remember the the movie Hooper when it finally comes out in some way that you can see it. Yes, you're gonna yeah. want to see yes. it. Um, last last bit thing that you can get uh, only because it's a it's a great little bit of Burt Reynolds history. Um, look for the YouTube video of his uh, brief appearance on the Golden Girls. Oh, oh. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Just saying, it's it's out. That's out there, <laughs> and it's worth it's worth watching. It is. Yes, Hooper. 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 Yeah, we've talked all around the movie. Um, yeah. And I mean, we are going to discuss this movie. However, it's a lot of stunts. So 
it's kind of one of those movies where it's like we're gonna attempt to go kind of play by play, but this the movie's well, about eighty percent stunts, yeah, and then the five percent Burt Reynolds going, nah, Burt Reynolds, um, <laughs> and yeah. then five percent plot. Yeah. yeah, we put somebody pointed out during the movie like this is the Burt. Like this is the most Burt yeah, of is, all the Burt movies. Yeah, this, this is, is where all the of all Burt things. Yeah, Burt yeah. peak uh, gum Reynolds. smacking. Like I in the first like thirty seconds, I was going to make a joke that we should drink every time he does the Burt Reynolds laugh because mm-hmm. it's rare in movies. Actually, like it became like a joke that everyone did, but he didn't actually do it that much in movies. Oh no, he does this it movie. in this movie all the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it seems genuine every time he does it, too. Like, he's genuinely laughing at things. Yeah. So, uh, Someone in our comments, I'm just going to throw it out there. We don't normally advocate acquiring movies, but I feel like you have a... When a movie's out of print, when the thing that is out there isn't the best thing, mm-hmm. apparently this has aired in HD on probably, like, MGM Classic oh, yeah. or TCM or something. So there are versions of it out there. I believe that to be true. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, take that how you will. But mm-hmm. this is... As of right now, as of what I'm saying yeah. is, hey, studios, get get on your especially like now that the man is gone. Let's let's get some Blu-ray of some of these classics out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is a I, I feel like this is sort of a not talked about little gem in his filmography. I I've seen a number of Burt Reynolds movies. I mm-hmm. I never really even was aware of this one until it was brought to our attention. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember who was it. I thought Yen's. Was it, I was going to say, was it Yen's way back in the day? Because so. this was this was literally, literally been on the shelf for years. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, he's a somewhat aging stuntman. That's it's I weird. Mean, you know, it, it's it's <laughs> the you know it's the third Batman, Christian Bale. It's like, oh, I'm old now. It's like, yeah, but three years since the last movie, <laughs> right. you're not that old yeah. guy. But yeah, he's I, at the time of filming, he was 41. Right. But I mean, in the, in in the, the life, life of he was stunt man. man, he was younger than me. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. way this movie was made, the yeah. entire opening sequence is just like him suiting up to do a stunt, and it's just you know scar after scar as he's putting on you know padded like underwear things, and like I didn't even know what this movie was about. I didn't realize he was gearing up for a stunt at first. I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, is he a, is he a catcher? Is this a, Hooper's a catcher? <laughs> I thought he was a football player. At exactly. First, I was like, I don't know. And then like he put on leather boots, and I'm like, okay, now I have no idea what's happening. Um, but yes, he eventually suits up in a you know a track gear suit to go to a motorcycle stunt, mm-hmm. um, replete with a gold helmet that I guess is like his l- lucky helmet or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like rolls out and just hot. You know, this is this is pure fictional Hollywood, like the best kind of fictional Hollywood, where it's just like everything is hundred percent ready to go all the time, and they're waiting on this one person and. Everything is working like a well-oiled machine, which mm-hmm. is not true even in the slightest. Like ninety percent of making movies is no. sitting around waiting on someone else. Well, the part that involves Burt Burt Reynolds, Reynolds is yeah, yeah. like the but because like, it's Burt fucking Reynolds. Sure. But it's like the director, who's Robert Klein, just drives up to the set and just walks out of his car into the director's chair up on a crane. Yeah, you know, like doesn't say a word, just points and yep. like that's how it is. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it's like you know Adam West like goes on the on the bike and he's got the Burt Reynolds mustache and it's like he gets off, you know and. And I love like he's wearing the helmet too. It's like, why, why, why have your star, your untrained star, even do that if he's got a helmet on? Like there was just little things where it was like, all right, like like there's a harness stunt later where it's like they have him slide like a foot on the rope and then it's like, all right, stop, yep. and get Burt Reynolds in mm-hmm. here. But he that comes out, you know, just perfectly does the stunt. And then immediately is like, you know, cut, you know, 
Uh, he first like he slides under a, a semi truck and then mm-hmm. like hits a car and flips over and lands lands in the bushes. Everyone's like, "Cut! Great, you're awesome, Hooper." And then you know, except his, the director who just is like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. whatever, dude. Yeah, we got the shot. I've seen okay. better. Yeah, yeah." But his friend walks over. Um, what the hell's the dude's name? The guy James that, Best, Roscoe P. Coltrane. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, he walks over. Yeah, I know. I'm just. I was trying to go. Cully is I was his going name for in, in the movie. Yes, I was going for in the movie. But oh, sorry. Yes, Cully. His friend walks over and it's just like, "You all right?" And he's like, "Yeah, come on, let's go to the trailer." And he's like, "Give me some Percocets." Yep. Because it's just yeah, he's just a pill popping drinking. I heard all the time, stuntman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this movie's not about drugs. No, I mean it's not surprisingly like, no. Yeah, I mean right, like right away when you pop drugs. two Percocet, you're like, oh man, he's gonna be fucked up by the end of this movie. Nah, not <laughs> really. I mean because he goes home you know, and immediately like Sally Sally Field is his girlfriend, like live at home girlfriend, and she's just like they, you know, she kind of gives him a shit like, oh you're you took pills again, damn it, you know you can't do this, you can't take that every day, and that's kind of like the the end of like. And you're addicted to pain pills and stuff like that. It's kind of like she just scolds him a little bit and is like, I oh, can't keep living this life. And he's just, you know, it's very 70s. Like, why don't you pick up after my shit? You don't do anything all day, woman, for half a second. And then it's just for like half a second. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, you it's sexy time. Let's go. Yeah. You know. Chucks a beer can across the room. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> like, just get your garbage 10 feet within the yeah. <laughs> close to the can. And he's just mm-hmm. like, eh. she's like, close enough. Let's go. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, we're introduced to, like, the rest of the cast of, of stuntman characters, which includes her dad, basically, um, which is, uh, that's that's uh, Brian, Brian Keith. Keith, and he plays Jocko, who's, like, was the legendary stuntman until Hooper came along. Yeah. And... Hooper's the hotshot. If you read the trivia, like, the Jocko, the actual Jocko, is Sally Field's real stepfather, yeah. and he is, like, a legendary stuntman, and this movie was kind of sort of based on him. Yeah. So he's playing a fictionalized version of... Sally Field's actual stepfather. I, I have a feeling this movie took about three steps to being made, which was just basically like, hey, your dad was, and we did stunts, and stunts, okay, movie. Yeah, pretty like, much. That was pretty much it. Yeah, why don't we pay tribute to your dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll wear a funny hat. Yeah. <laughs> you look good in short shorts. Come on, let's make another movie. Yeah, really. They'll wear a bra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. We're going to make it really cold, okay? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> You know, there's there's a cast of of stuntmen working on this, and you know he's the stunt coordinator slash doing all the stunts. Mm-hmm. You know, but he's such like a thrill junkie that like you know, he could go to just being a stunt coordinator slash trainer of other stuntmen. But it's like he's just got to get that thrill, yep. you know, kind of thing. He's, he's just, not done working yet because right. he hasn't killed himself. It's just that age old thing of just like I got I got to keep yeah. doing the thing that I love, even though it's going to kill me. But it's, it's the wrestler. I mean, that's... yeah, pretty much. <laughs> And, and, you know, and at some point they're like, hey, did you hear about, well, somebody comes over and talks him into doing like a, a stunt charity show for, for the kids. For the kids. There's, there's like a boys home or something like that. And we got oh, because the a, guy brings him a kid. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, your biggest one fan, of those kids. This eight year old kid's your biggest fan. He knows all your work. And yeah. he's like, all right, fine. I'll do this thing. But yeah. during this, it's like, you hear about, you know, do you hear about the kid, not meaning the boys kid, right. but like the, this other stuntman that they're calling the kid, mm-hmm. who's Jan Michael Vincent, mm-hmm. who's like the this hot up and coming stuntman, and his entrance into this stunt spectacular, which is just ludicrous. Like, think of the the theme park stunt spectacular things you've ever been to, if you've ever seen one. Like, it's 
Roman chariot races. It's cowboy shit. It's motorcycles. It's cars. It's it's like four different stunt shows all on the same like dusty western road. Right. Like yeah. it's like they do the cowboy shit, and you're like, uh huh. And then all of a sudden, it's just like bikers and and cars going through, and you're like, wait, what? And then it's like chariot race time, and it was like, huh? Right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, but everyone fucking loves it. Yeah. We're I mean yeah. we're underselling like how good the interaction is. Like I mean, I've watched a lot of Burt Reynolds movies, and it's like most of the time. Not and even how Nita movies. A lot of the time, the all, the cast isn't really gelled. Sure, like this cast is all in. Like yeah. there is not one person that's just like I'm phoning this in or why am I here? Who are you? Why am I doing this? Like everyone in this movie is fucking on. Mm-hmm. Yep, like a hundred percent on. And yeah, and they all interact really well, extraordinarily like, well. Just all their quips are super quick. Yeah. I mean, it feels like they're all friends. Well, yeah. I was going to say, I think a lot of them are. One of the other bits of IMDb trivia is that Burt Reynolds and Brian Keith have, are like longtime friends. He was like Burt's acting coach when he was getting out of being a stuntman into an actor. Because mm-hmm. Burt really was a stuntman, which is why he knows all these people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so there is some friendship behind the scenes here and stuff. And, and it kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the protagonist turned friend like the guy you think is going to be like the that's going to you know he's going to be the young buck that fucks everything up but it's like he kind of comes in they they kind of swing dicks for a second like you know we're going to chariot race but you know Bert ends up saving him and from that minute on like I mean Jan Michael Vincent kind of comes in and he's like you're a legend I've always wanted to meet you I've been trying to meet you for like a year and a half yeah and he's just like yeah that's cool kid and then like <laughs> a stu- the chariot race stunt goes wrong he hops horses over to his stops him and saves his life from, and from that moment on it's like we're friends. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. just part of the gang. I mean, the, the cliched thing you think that's going to happen is that they're like, they're going to be one upping each other and Jan Michael Vincent's going to be a dick and Bert's going to end up doing something real bad to stay in the game. Right. But it's like, no, it's none of that. Yeah. It's just like they instantly work together and Bert will kind of roll his eyes at Jan Michael Vincent every once in a while. And Jan Michael Vincent wants to do a whole bunch of crazy shit. And Bert's like, nah, maybe not. And then he's just like, yeah, let's fucking do it. We're stumping in. Right. But that's really it. I mean, yeah. the, the there's no conflict really in this, which is yeah, fine. It kind of stresses the whole hangout movie thing. Yeah. Like, like it reinforces that whole facet of this movie that yeah. it's basically everyone liked each other and they wanted to hang out on a movie set yeah. you know it's kind of like the adam sandler thing nowadays where it's like hey my buddies and i where where can we set this movie where we all can all go on vacation exactly mm-hmm. yeah because i mean like the the most except these people are working unlike yeah. fucking yeah. grown-ups and shit. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah but like so i mean like the biggest like conflict of the movie is the bar fight really which is just another group of people yeah they they finish another big stunt and they're like let's go to the palomino palomino and, yeah and hang out. james best is like throughout the entire scene like hey let's go to the palomino and then like no one's listening to him <laughs> and he'll, he'll wait for silence to go hey we should really go to the palomino <laughs> just but keep saying it eventually really when they, when they get, get there we're like well fuck yeah you should have wanted to go to the palomino because as we said whether it's supposed to be or not <laughs> it is an outdoor bar yeah that is just a fence with some shit inside of it <laughs> Again, this could be we might have watched an open mat version of the movie. We yeah. don't know. It's hard to tell. It's, it but... is hard to tell. I mean, the thing is, like, the only thing that makes me question is usually when you have open mat movies, you get lots of boom mics in the shot. Yeah. And given that this whole thing is about a film being made, you can excuse any boom mics. But I never saw any like for, you know, things that weren't part of the movie. I being. saw one early on, but, but it was it was sure. during the middle of, yeah. a, of a movie shoot. So yeah, it's like so, it yeah. could have just been like, well, that's in the movie shoot. That makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, they go to this bar. They're just having a good time getting drunk. And then there's another table that features Terry Bradshaw, <laughs> who would then later show up in the Cannonball Run. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. like, once again, establishing some friendships here. Yep. Um, 
and they're just like, hey, you're making too much noise. We put money in the jukebox. You owe me 50 cents. <laughs> and they're drunk and they're stuntmen and they're just like, yeah, you want 50 cents? Here, hand me that helmet. And Bert just runs headfirst into the jukebox with his helmet on and then just picks up two quarters and walks over there and throws them at him. And then they're, they're still like, well, we're going to fight because obviously this, yes, this bar is the been, only reason this, this place exists. Yeah, this bar is the Donnybrook bar, basically. Yep. Um, the best part of this, though, is like right when it starts, the, the guy in the who's in the Roman outfit, they're over playing snooker or whatever the fuck that small pool table <laughs> thing mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Bumper pool. Yeah. And uh, he just he, the fight breaks out in the back. He looks over, and goes, "Oh, cool fight!" and just hits his buddy <laughs> over the head with a pool cue. <laughs> yeah. No, even better. Crack. He gives a, he gives a really good like, "Oh shit, it's a fight!" <laughs> like it's crack. He sells it. Yeah, yeah. but the the point that I'm I'm making about this is that even though there's this conflict because like Terry Bradshaw and his crew are all in town for a SWAT convention, so yeah. they're fucking elite cops. Yeah, they've already got. Well, we we skipped like there was a point where the, when they were driving to the bar. It was, was that because they were already they, they established like fuck cops oh early, yeah. early on in this movie oh yeah because yeah. there was a there was a thing where they're just stunting down the road <laughs> like it, it's actually like the second or third scene in this movie because we right away we were like man the fucking 70s were the best yeah. like drinking and driving down the road yeah hopping cars just for the shits and giggles of it like the they're lady suzuki what uh, uh, uh i think, it's, I think it, was it was a brat super brat, brat right oh, super super brat. Brat. Yeah. yeah but like the ladies who aren't stunt people i don't think they maybe, 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 maybe the ladies I, were. Well, I Sally mean, Field, were, yeah. yeah, Sally Field is like son of a stunt person. It's not established she, she ever stunted. Because those but, two ladies were the, they crashed a car in oh, the stunt right, show. Right, 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 right. Yes, yes, you're right. Yes. When the but, announcer said, give them cheers. That's the only pay they're going to get. It's like, ha ha, because they're ladies. I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck, guy? Well, it's also a charity, but um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it also did feel like casual sexism. I don't <laughs> they didn't say it about any of the dudes. That's true. <laughs> Just like, cheer these ladies. That's yeah. all they get. Dirt. But. <laughs> They're just hopping cars, and Bert is like, hey, watch this, and starts driving his pickup truck backwards down the road, keeping pace with everybody in mm-hmm. reverse, and they go by a cop. Well, they do that because um, the ladies have beer, mm-hmm. and Brian Keith wants a beer, but right. Brian Keith is in the passenger seat of the truck, so he whips down, does a U-turn, starts driving it backwards, so like they can hand him the beer directly, oh, okay. and so they're just like... And Bert's just like, I'm going to keep doing this. So they can just keep driving backwards. And like they're handing beers back and forth. And at like one point, a motorcycle is coming the opposite way and goes between the cars and mm-hmm. just takes the beer. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> just like not part of it. Just yeah, like, no, just like, oh, thanks. Yeah, moment of opportunity. Like, oh, lady, lady with the beer. I'll take Fucking that. California in the 70s. <laughs> and I mean, they're bumping into each other oh, and yeah. crashing around. And That's how it started is like, you know, the <laughs> ha, boink. Bert's bump in the back of the brat. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> a phrase I never thought I'd say, but... <laughs> But very accurate. Yeah, very accurate. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then so this cop is just like, oh, fucking big bus time and gives him a ticket. But they do this whole thing where like they secretly hook the back of his belt to a telephone pole. The back of the, the cop's belt. Yeah, the back of the cop's belt and then like take off in reverse again. The cop's like, hey, and takes <laughs> off, goes to take off on his motorcycle. And, you know, of course, gets like quarter of a mile down the road or whatever. And just yoink, snatched right <laughs> off yeah. the bike. I don't know how stuff. there's not a bench worn out for all these people. Like, <laughs> like every cop is constantly surprised. Like, oh, yeah. hey, yeah. what are you doing here? But, but it's like. Jesus. <laughs> but they just, they kind of established this, like, you know, the fuck the police attitude of yeah. this era. And so, yeah, when they come up and they're like, we're here for a SWAT convention, they're like, oh, let's fuck with these guys. Yeah. And so, yeah, so Donnie Brook. And, and then eventually, like, but they, they, they're 
they have this fucking Donnybrook and they smash the fuck out of this bar ending with everyone getting defenestrated out of the windows of this place. Mm. The best part is like they full on <laughs> throw two people out through the like I think it's Burt Reynolds and Terry Bradshaw go out first. Yeah, they yes. Do. And they, mm-hmm. they go out the full window. But then like one of them, they're like, there's like one panel of glass left on like a nine panel window. And they bought and they the bouncers intentionally throw him through yes. that last little tiny pane. Yeah. It is such a beautiful touch. It's it just is. like you're going through glass, motherfucker. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I just all... like that shit's still happening yeah. in the background. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they they they're all like outside in the trash, having just gone through these windows, and they're just like, "Hey, this is the best time I ever had." So now they're all friends. Yeah. They're like, why don't we get some good right. some food? And they're like, "Yeah, but we already ate." And you're like, "Oh yeah, well let's just go drink some more. Party at my house." Well, like Woo. even before that, like when they're just sitting there chatting with one another, they're still just tossing dudes out. <laughs> they are. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Oh, and then um, um, Jocko comes up and like they're about to throw him out. He's like, I've been through enough windows and he just tumbles out himself out the yeah. window. <laughs> You're not throwing me out a goddamn yeah. window. And yeah, then they all go back to back to Bert's. They place. go back to Bert's place and like are watching uh, Bert stunt uh, film. You know, like he's got a actual like projector and is showing some of his clips. Of, he's got of a stunts. demo reel of, yeah. of his. And everybody's <laughs> passed out except for like the three primary stuntmen, like Jocko, Bert, Randall. Well, no, no Jocko, Jocko's passed yeah, out. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jocko's passed out. So it's only Bert and um and Ski as we end up they end up nicknaming mm-hmm. uh Jan Michael Vincent because yeah. he's got a long Polish long name. Polish name. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're just like we're calling you Ski. Yep. And um. So like he's like that's great and he you know he hasn't been drinking everyone else has passed the fuck out and he's like hey Jocko and I only bring this up because Brian Keith either was literally drunk which is entirely possible given mm-hmm. this this era of movie and everything else or he does some of the best drunk acting I have ever seen in my life it's pretty good because I mean he did supposedly teach you know acting so the the trick the trick to drunk acting is not acting like you're drunk it's doing what you are drunk, which is trying to look more sober than you are. Right. And he's doing it exceptionally well. Yep. But yeah, because yeah. like... <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah, just like the second thing he goes, Jocko, he's like, what? I wasn't... He just like wakes up in that like mid-sentence, like I was still paying attention to the conversation, mm-hmm. which is a very drunk thing to do. Yeah. You know, and then just... Every- like, well, last call down, I got it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ever tell you about the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's so good, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they shoot the shit and like skis part of the crew now. They're like, we'll find something for you. Just show up at the movie tomorrow. We'll do something. Yeah, and they they stunt some more. And then he's like, they do one car. Uh, they do a car uh, stunt the next day. And Bert's so fucking hungover, like he kind of blows it, and it's not real close. You know, it's supposed to look like he's supposed to skid out right by a truck that comes by, and it's it, you know it's a good ways away. And Robert Klein's like, it did nothing for me. I, it was so far away, like nothing. Like you know, I don't normally take to it but that that sucked and ski's like yeah well what about this and he, yeah he and comes this, up with something totally different right, he does <laughs> i don't get this at all i, I don't either okay. i don't yeah. understand what happens here well, that, that's the thing is like the movie they're making makes no fucking sense whatsoever the movie they're making is called the spy who laughed at danger yeah and it's mm-hmm. very much a james bond thing because they like one note off the james bond music at one yeah. point yeah. are doing that but like location consistency and whatever the fuck this movie's about who knows? Because yeah. it is just wherever they are, they film a stunt. They may as well be making Stuntman the video game. Exactly. Because that that's just like random movies with stunts. Yep. Because there's also another stunt. Um, as we said, there's that. All right. I said earlier, there's like a zipline stunt mm-hmm. where they get Adam West up on the top of this building. They let him go like one foot. And they're like, cut. And now Adam West has full Burt Reynolds mustache. Like from afar, I didn't even know it was Adam West at first. The first time he showed up, <laughs> it was like. 
Oh shit, that's Adam West. Like, because yeah. he had full on Burt. I was, I was impressed by the Burt Reynolds mustache. Yeah, and he's playing Adam West. He is. Yes, he is. Adam the, West the, is the movie star in this universe, yeah. and Burt Reynolds is the stunt man. Right. But <laughs> they're doing this. They do this whole back and forth thing where, like, he is rescuing a dog via the zip line, <laughs> and, and the spy who laughed at danger. But he's got a, like a real shaggy dog up there, and then they're like cut, and then the you know the, the humane society guys like you got to fake. You're not taking a real dog up there, and all that. And they're like, of course not, and then. The, of course, they throw the real dog in there, and Bert has to like fall badly because, yeah, you know he's got to protect the dog, so he hurts right. himself even, even more. Mm-hmm. I think this is this when he just demands go to the doctor. No, no he just gets later. a shot. This oh, one he gets right. a shot. Yeah, he's like, and then, yeah, yeah. Says if he ever met the guy who invented it, he'd kiss him in the ass. Right. <laughs> yeah. He did. Yeah. He says a lot of choice things. Yeah. Like that. yeah. He's like, I'd give him a rim job. <laughs> That's not what he says. He didn't say that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, so like this, the the stunt that. uh ski comes up with is so the the first thing was just this traffic i i think thing. he comes up with it because he knows like everyone is hung the fuck over and this will have to wait till night yeah i honestly think like because like they're like oh thank god like we have some time for this hangover to wear over wear off because they're just sitting around until night yeah and- but they basically just set the road on fire and now burt reynolds and and jam michael vinson are dressed as like monks uh-huh. and they set the road on fire and then a car comes in and kind of crashes and they just run over and get a girl out of the back of it mm-hmm. and put a fire blanket on her and take her out. Right. The Even the camera people are like, we can't see anything. But everyone's like, yeah, cut, print, great. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have no idea what that was. No, but, it's just a lot of fire and things are on fire and I guess it's cooler looking. But like when they're standing there waiting to get ready, like someone's giving Bert instructions and as he walks away, <laughs> Bert says, bless your cock. <laughs> Pretty sure we ran it back a couple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah sure, and whatever, man. That's the only thing it could have been. I, yes, yes. But. unless you said "bless your sock," but no, uh, no, no. Make and neither of them makes sense. But one's funnier. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. But yes, another stunt happens, and you know, there's more hanging out, and then <laughs> fuck, I don't remember. There is a point where Bert's like, I got to go. I got to go to the doctor. Like they do a stunt and it kind of goes. It's when he jumps out of the helicopter. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. yeah he wants to set the world record for the furthest, the oh. longest drop. Right. Yeah. Without a parachute yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Which they actually did. Yep. That that was a real record. Yeah. And I mean, this this is it's not Bert that did it, but no. the stuntman that did it did set a record. Bert did crouch on a helicopter and pretend to leap forward. <laughs> but Yeah. That's that's when he's he James Best comes over and he's like, all right, I gotta go to the doctor, <laughs> take me to the hospital. I'm yeah, sick. and and they do. I mean, it, it's obvious this guy and him know each other from way back because he's just trying to give him. He's like, yeah, your third and fourth vertebrae here are practically fused, and blah blah blah. If you do this and all this, and and Bert's just blowing bubbles. He's, with his yeah, gum. he's popping <laughs> popping bubbles with his gum, and then eventually in the middle, he's like, hey doc, how's my coccus erectus? <laughs> and he's like, and, and the doctor is just like takes it in stride. He's like. Shut up for a second. Let me finish. He actually says, "Hold on to yeah. that. Let hold, me just get yeah, through my on spiel. to it, and I'll tell you." <laughs> yeah, and then he's just like, "Look, man, I I fixed you up. Like this would have lasted a lifetime on a normal person, but you've gone and fucked it up. Like one more shot to like your neck, and you could be paralyzed from the neck down." He's like, "Nothing work." And and Bert's like, smacks him his gun for a second, and then gets serious. Like Bert's serious for a second, and he's like, "Nothing." And he's like, "Yeah, not even your dingus or something." Ding dong, ding dong. Yeah, yeah. He's like my ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that. My ding dong. <laughs> that's when he finally gets serious. Like this entire scene, I think something was cut out. Maybe he got super high before he went to go see the doctor because he's just laughing at everything the doctor is telling mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Like every like, and this vertebrae is fused with this, and he's like, ah. <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, now he's like, what? He's he's got the. Uh, fucking is it varsity blues or whatever where he's like you're one shot away from being paralyzed yeah you know <laughs> yeah and he's basically like well okay that's it i'm i'm, yeah. I'm done and they go to kind of they're hanging out on the set and the film's writer ha- has some tantrum and, and drives away and they're like i guess the writer didn't like writing you know or something and the producer comes over and is like, uh, the guy likes all your stunts, so he's rewriting the ending to make it the biggest stunt spectacular of all time. Uh, you're going to have to do some... Yeah, go meet go meet with yeah. him tomorrow. And he's, you know, Robert Klein's doing this whole, like, it's going to be the biggest earthquake in the world and buildings falling over and you're escaping in a car. And then, like, they're like, this bridge will go out and all that. And Ski's just, like, looking at it. He's like... And they've 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 established that he's like kind of science nerd because they're playing poker and he's got a little calculator. <laughs> he or has a shit. pocket calculator. Yeah, and they're like, "What the hell are you doing?" He's like, "I'm figuring out my odds or whatever." And he's like, "Okay." So yeah, he he studies it for a second. He's like, "I think we can make this as a jump." Mm-hmm. He's like, "It'll be the longest jump ever. We'll set a record." And Bert's like, "Yeah, rocket car. Rocket car. Yeah, rocket car. We can do this, right? Yeah, <laughs> roll cage and hey, what's the longest rocket car jump? 125 feet. Well, this is 325. We can do it. You know, like yeah, he's all on board. He's just like, but." hundred thousand dollars that's what it's going to cost you 50 50k each where we it's a two-man job with one person drives one person reads the instruments and pushes buttons and whatnot yep and that's the that's the drama for the rest of the movie is like setting up and whether or not they're going to do this stunt yeah and basically basically like to get through all that to the stunting is basically like he's going to do it and then the crew starts acting shitty about it and tries to get him to get less money, which he takes the guy on a yeah, stunt well, ride. There's a, there's a shitty like first assistant director yeah. who's just a kiss ass, and he's like, he's like five two, and is like Bert is always constantly making really good short jokes. Every out of this guy. scene they share, he oh makes my some yeah. slick burn. There is one point where like he I, he's getting in a car to go do a stunt or something. I think it's when he's going to the helicopter mm-hmm. and he's like, Hey, Tony or whatever the fuck the guy's name is. I want you to give me a ladder about yay. Hi. And he's like, okay, what for? And he's like, so you can climb up and kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can climb up and kiss my ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the peels off. Yeah. 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 But yeah, he takes this guy on a stunt spectacular ride, which convinces him to like, all right, fine. A hundred thousand dollars. Well, he crashes the fucking car. <laughs> he does. Yeah. 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 He, he, and he the guy's, it. Yeah, he does. But he stunts through it, like a couple other movie sets and everyone's just like, hey, son, you. Oh, yeah. They're just going yeah. through like different like years. Western town. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, hey, up, they're fucking Uber. up shots and driving over director chairs. And he's just like, hey, it's Hooper. He's the horses are all uh, like, get me the fuck out of here. But yeah, oh, that Hooper. Oh, he's fun. But yes, <laughs> he rolls the car and eventually is like, yeah, all right, agree to $100,000. And then Jocko has a stroke and falls in the shower, breaks his knee or whatever. Right. And so like he goes, there's a tearful scene where Sally Field is there and he shows up. He's like, what happened? And he's like, stroke. Yeah. Stroke race. And no, oh, no. But uh, <laughs> he's just like, we're not sure he's going to no, walk again. No, do not make a stroke joke. All right. <laughs> no stroke, stroke joke. Stroke. All right. Well, too late. My stroke mm. joke privileges have been revoked. Yeah. All right. But 
He gets there, and it's kind of like a tearful scene. But once again, Brian Keith, who is now hopped up on Demerol, Demerol or some shit, Demerol, yeah. is once again doing some fantastic drunk and or actually high acting. Yeah, like slipping in and out of consciousness, but yeah. like telling parts of stories. And- Which is so fucking accurate if you've ever known someone in the hospital on morphine or some yep. shit. Yeah. Like where you're just like, like they will literally wake up and be like, did I ever tell you about the time I... <laughs> 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 it's just like they're just finishing a thought that was in their un- sort of unconscious yep. mind. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you uh, if you watch the Orson Welles drunk trying to do commercials mm-hmm. video, ah, the French, <laughs> ah, <laughs> it's like they poke him and he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what Brian Keith is doing. This whole like, every time he starts to go back out, like Bert's like, all right, time to slip out of here, and then Brian Keith will sit back up and start telling another story, and Bert slides back into frame. And like, Bert's mm-hmm. like, hey, you're gonna be okay. And eventually, he's just like, you fucking talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hear all your talking, talking and stuff, and just talking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, And so, like, he, you know, he kind of has this epiphany, like, oh shit, that could be me. He's like, this is my. He tells how he feels, like, this is my last movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and previous to the when he took the uh, first AD guy or whatever on the wild ride, it was like, cut whatever you have to cut. We, we're going to do this stunt, you know. Because there's get the money. The, the producers are like, oh, it's too expensive. We're already over budget. Blah blah blah. He's like, you know, cut whatever you have to cut, but. One of the things they cut is they cut his friend, um, Cully, yeah. out of the movie because when he gets home with he got her, cullied. yeah, like he's there and he's he's drunk on their tequila, which is good because like bonus nochos. Yeah, no, he goes, he walks in, and they go bonus noche. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking your tequila. Yeah, then they have a whole thing where he's like, oh, did you tell her about the stunt? And then did you tell her about going to the doctor? And one more hit, and you're gonna fucking be paralyzed and he's all like, this. God damn it, Cully, shut up! And then he just finally actually punches him and like walks off and leaves him alone yes. so there's now tension between sally field because she's like you can't do the stunt and he's like i'm gonna eventually get talked into doing the stunt anyway even though he t- told the producers it's a two-man job you can't let him do it he had this yeah, whole, he walked away yeah he, he had this he whole fight he's like i'm not gonna thing. do yeah, it this he, is, this he is walked away there was work. one interim scene where some stuff happens and then the next scene is just the producer coming back to him being a shit even though the producer was on his side 45 seconds ago like, the passage of time in this movie is strange. I have a feeling a lot of it got cut um, of them just fucking around. But right. I have a feeling like he was doing other shit, not being a stuntman for a little while. Yeah. And w- w- the the motivation was probably my life sucks not being a stuntman. Right. But it was just I'm out. I had a conversation with Sally Field. Uh, I'm back in. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's- well, because <laughs> he storms out and goes back to the bar and gets drunk and tries to pick up one of the waitresses who's... <laughs> the wife of the big burly bartender slash bouncer or whatever the hell he is. And he's like, yeah, whenever you hit on my wife, it's time for you to go home. He's like, let me call you a cab. He's like, I am a cab. You can't call me a cab. <laughs> I'm perfect. He does a good drunk fall, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's like, like I got, I'm perfectly capable. I've got incredible motor skills and then stands up and just... <laughs> <laughs> and then cut then, to cut to he's back home and he's riding his horse right. in his paddock you know? <laughs> in the middle of the fucking night right, and Sally yeah. Fields like where's Burt Reynolds oh, he's not in bed he must be outside somewhere so she looks out the window and like oh there's Burt on a horse let me grab my let me grab my nighty, and she wraps herself up and then steps out the window <laughs> into the yard 100% stunting yep. even yeah. by Sally, Her- Sally Field yes. right out the window just very dangerous. Defenestrates yeah. herself <laughs> gently by throwing Tenderly. her leg over, right, <laughs> by throwing her leg over the windowsill, uh-huh. sliding out the window, and then yep. walks out to the paddock mm-hmm. and not Burt Reynolds. <laughs> well, first, first Burt Reynolds like prances by on the horse and goes, eh, 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 eh? look, I'm right, you yep. know, horse, you know, 
horse from a chip and like <laughs> turns a horse back and forth. And then he's like, eh, I'm going to go over there. Eh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the, rides the, the horse. The one stunt in this movie where it's very obviously not Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Right. He rides the horse and jumps over the fence. We get a quick cut to not Burt Reynolds <laughs> jumping over the fence and then cut back to actual Burt Reynolds riding the horse what yeah, would away be from the great jump. is if in high enough fidelity we watched that again and it was Adam West <laughs> <laughs> back to the studio we have to go back uh-huh. I'm just saying like that would have been actually an amazing thing for a stunt man to do be like hey <laughs> that would how, be how, pretty funny how, how good could you ride horses Adam yeah. West <laughs> It's weird that he didn't do this one simple right. horse jump over part of a fence thing. He does be- all sorts of other horse stunts. Yeah, yeah, because like during the stunt spectacular for the kids, he's yeah. you know he's on a horse and the horse is oh, on he, its hind yeah. legs. Oh yeah, he full on high ho silvers. Yeah. yeah, that horse several times. Yeah, which is just as dangerous. Right, but yeah. but anyway, but the, yes, and then he um he he plows, he plows, her, plows her fields. <laughs> he does yes. He uh tills her field. He sullies her field. Yeah, he puts his digits in her gidgets. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! I don't know. That's filthy! <laughs> he has some flying fun. I don't know. <laughs> his place is in her heart. <laughs> there were a lot of trees around, so it was kind of like a forest hump. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, he, he gets a little ant lay. <laughs> Uh, is that all of them? We got I, them all out? No, probably not. Yeah. Mackie, you got any? Norma Ray. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well played. Very good. good all good, right. Yeah. Yeah. They both went on strike. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. But the horse watches them fuck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you do as a horse. Man. That's what horses do. Mm-hmm. Of course. In the first scene, the horse drank a beer. He did. Bert gave him a beer. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking bucked its head and chugged way, that thing. There are a million bottles or cans of Coors in this movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking Coors. This movie is littered with just Burt Reynolds reference. Yes, mm-hmm. like every Burt Reynolds reference you can think of is in this movie. Like yeah. there is a '77 Trans Am mm-hmm. um, as the titular, you know, not titular, but as the um, the, the rocket stunt car, car yeah. the rocket yeah. car. Uh, he wears this fucking badass fire. Firebird jacket mm-hmm. that I desperately want. Yeah, it's like almost like the the uh, Ryan Gosling drive jacket, yep. but with all firebirded up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's amazing. Coors cans all over the place. Sally Field. Yeah. Sally Field. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it really is. It's like if Burt Reynolds' career had 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 the same sort of like international fame kind of trajectory, but he stayed a stuntman. This mm-hmm. is basically like yeah the alternate reality Burt Reynolds story. Yeah. Yeah, it's like we're paying tribute to stuntman Burt Reynolds. He's probably pretty charismatic. Here's right. his story. Don't you like him? <laughs> Isn't he fun? Yeah. Uh, isn't he really better than that Adam West fellow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yes. So Also, it's weird because at one point they were in the weird James Bond lore. Adam West was up for James Bond at one point. Weird. It's mm. Yeah, that's strange. It is. It's all very strange. But. He's back on, and then, of course, she does the, well, if you go do the stunt, I won't be there. I won't be here when you get back kind of thing. But then it's like day of, they're on set, and she and her dad, are, who's okay to be on crutches now, is out of He's the hospital. Fine. And Cully's there, and they all ride up, and, and they do this whole thing. Like, someone dramatic is like, you want to go see him? And she's like, after. Yeah. I'll see him after. I'll and, see the corpse. And, and they've done several, like, you know, things where it's like, yeah, if we don't hit this... uh thing just right like we're gonna hit the side of the cliff and oh they went so they they went and looked at the bridge and they were like man 
I don't know about this. And, and Bert's like, let's go drink. And mm-hmm. he's like, you don't drink, do you? And he's like, probably a good time to start. So they go down to the beach and there's just a pile of Coors oh, behind a them. a pyramid of cans. And, and just a, a cop just pulls up and is just like, so uh, these are your beers? <laughs> <laughs> And Jack Michael Vince is like, listen, you old fart. And Bert's like, whoa, hold on. Listen, officer. I got this. I called my mom. She's going to come get us and take us home. We're just going to leave this car here. And so later, it cuts to them driving down the road, and they come upon the officer. And he's, the officer's like, hey, you pull over. And Bert's like, what's that? <laughs> pull over? No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for asking. Yeah. And then Bert's like, all right. Let's hit it. Yes. Hits the fucking <laughs> the rocket car button, and they just take the fuck off. Yeah. And the cops are like, oh, yeah, he's picking up. He's like, son of a bitch. Starts I, the radio. He's, in like, like, he's like, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man. There should be. They should be at every post office in California. <laughs> Look, be on the lookout for these fucking maniacs. Really should be, but yes. But, but anyway, they're on to the final scene. Like they've, you know, Cully and. Uh, Jocko have shown up and be like, you're going to be okay. You're going to do this. And Sally feels like I'm not going to see him until after, mm-hmm. you know, see his burnt Reynolds. when <laughs> This is all over. But um, they, you know, they load up and like they're again, they're very unrealistically unreal- filming this. Like they have 30 cameras and they're doing this whole crazy thing in one shot. This yeah. is absolutely pure fucking nonsense. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> but... They are supposed to drive this car through the middle of all of the shit blowing up, cars crashing everywhere, just stunt spectacular. There are two brick uh, chimney things that are supposed to fall down, and one of them is supposed to barely miss the car, which it does. Yeah. Like, I mean, again, realistically, like that's the, a good stunt. Th- this is multiple shots. You know, it's it's shown in the movie that they're doing this all at once. Just right. one take, go here, do this, do this, miss this person, get almost get set on fire. Like, there's one explosion that, like, looks like it, it napalms the back of the car because it just sticks to the car for a while and it drives yeah. away mm-hmm. and um, they keep going and like the whole time Bert's like pressure's dropping it's only at 1400 it's supposed to be a 1500 PSI for them to make this jump and he's like it's at 1100 and they're they're lining up for the bridge there is a tanker truck which like collapses this actual bridge yeah they blow up the they, bridge yeah, they, <laughs> they blow up this actual bridge and which creates a perfect ramp and they're about to do the stunt, and J. Michael Vince is like, we don't have enough pressure, we can't do it. And Burt Reynolds is like, fuck the pressure, go! Because yeah, he's like full-on death wish mode now. Yeah, and he really is. Like, come on, kid, let's fucking die. And then eventually he's just like, yeah, right, you're right, let's, you know, fortune favors the bold or whatever. Yeah. And We're stuntmen, let's do this yeah. fucking thing. And they gun it, and they rocket car across this fucking chasm. Yep. And land on the wheels, kind of side. I mean, it's not the worst, it's a pretty good landing considering what they did. Yes. It's better than a car would actually do, which would mm-hmm. be just disintegrate. But they land sort of sideways on the wheels. Kareen kind of come to a stop, and then everyone runs up and like, you okay? And they both look dead in the first shot, and then they just... Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sally Sally Field comes running up and, like... She pushes everyone yeah. out of the way and drags and he's just like, out of the he's, car. Well, he's just, like, comatose. And all of a sudden, it's just like, he shakes off the what the fuck just happened, and yeah. then it's fine. He's like, oh, Sally Field, you're here. Yeah. Brian Keith, you're here too. Yay, everything's fine. Right. And they just kind of like, whoo, they go to like look at the chasm and Robert Klein goes like over there like, that was the most amazing stunt. I'm so sorry I've been an asshole, but you know, I just, I have a dream and you're a big man and you'll accept my apology. apology." And this is the first like, you know, smoking the bandit style, like let's break the fourth wall, Burt Reynolds (laughs) shit that happens. But he did it once earlier. Did he? I I didn't notice him wink at the camera before this. I think he did it in the bar fight. 
Yeah, there's Did one he? point where he looks oh, okay. at the camera. Yeah. I must have missed that. But, he but does it's it... not as obvious as yeah. the this one is. Yeah. Right. Well, he yeah, he does it twice in rapid succession because like he 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 like the guy's like, "Do you accept my apology?" and he turns and looks at us and yeah. then rears back and just punches him dead in the face. And Robert Klein does this real goofy take as he falls back on this pole, just frozen in punch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he, Bert walks over to his friends and they all just arm in arm walk off. And then Bert just turns to the camera and gives an OK sign. Yep. And so. freeze frame movies over. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He looked at the camera when they uh, when they told him the kid was doing the stunt the next day. Mm-hmm. Oh, like he looks okay. at the camera and like yanks his jacket down. Kinda oh, oh in right. That one yeah. scene. Mm. Yep. Which I was like, wait, what? He he rips it open like he yeah. had an overcoat over his suit and he rips it open like he's get he's flashing the camera mm-hmm. but he's not yeah 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 but but anyway there's yes we it barely, ends on a Burt freeze frame yeah we barely scratch the surface of like all the good interstitial stuff in between the stunting there is so much there there yeah there's so much good yep. um this is they should really remake stuntman stuntman ignition mm-hmm. into a good game <laughs> and call it. Hooper, the game. <laughs> yep. Yes. And use just wholesale lift lines from Burt Reynolds or get a... Well, and recreate this final stunt. Yeah. Just that is, you know, well, make it... I cannot but... believe that, that that there is no, like, Hal Needham DLC in Stuntman Ignition. <laughs> well, Stuntman Ignition was pretty... Crappy. Well, it was, but it was also... <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure if we went back, there will be some vague references that are pretty close to this kind of, like... Because there's some dumb hillbilly movie in that that you're doing stunts for. Um, but yeah, yeah, but they also need to make the game good. Sure. So, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, there is one thing when they're actually like the technical advisor is like explaining like what's going to blow up where, mm-hmm. and just to like just to show how much of a how little of a shit Burton Reynolds gives. There's one point where they get to like the big stunt, and they say something like, "You're all right. You're gonna, you know." You're going to jump over this big crack or something like that or something like that. Oh, this big crevice. Yeah, this big crevice. And he just like turns to somebody and does like the little like licky lick motion. Yeah, know, just like right. with his tongue. Yeah. And the, he just turns like, to James like, Best. Yeah, like, big just crack. Like, ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like he gives so little of a shit. It's like they're explaining the step by step, you know, pyrotechnics and everything that are about to happen. And yeah. 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 But Bert Reynolds it, knows what's up. And mm-hmm. since we're at rating point, we should probably point out there are not one, but two Stargrove songs Double in this song. In this yeah. movie here. Yeah, there's the Tammy Wynette one mm-hmm. and then the closing one. Yep. Yeah, the closing credits. It had a credit. Earl Scruggs. Yes. I don't know. Name is who. No, it was. Yeah, it was. Just, it was just some dude. I was. I looked. He yeah. Had a credit. but I was like, I don't know who that is. Yep. But yeah, there are two. The Tammy Wynette song, I believe, is when he's riding the horse in the it paddock is. and is about to. ride Sally. Ride. Yeah. Ride Sally. Ride. <laughs> The love theme from Hooper. Yeah. <laughs> Brent Miggin. Yeah. 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 But yes, Big two, hit. two Stargroves. I mean, we only awarded a single Stargrove because that's how it works. But I mean, technically, it qualifies twice. It, we can, yes. we can, give it, it gets Stars Grove. Yes. We yes. Can give it a, a Stargrove with an asterisk. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can give one Stargrove to, to Burt Reynolds and one Stargrove to, to Hooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a funny rating, Stargrove. <laughs> guess other other ratings. You guys are just doing Norm Macdonald doing Burt Reynolds. God damn it! Yeah, I'm sorry. That's the way that we do. <laughs> that's how society works now. We can't help it. I know all all of my other impressions from like 1992 on are Dana Carvey based. So, <laughs> yep, it is true. Yeah, 
That's just what happened. No it's, one actually knows what George Bush Sr. spoke like. No. They only know what Dana Carvey spoke well, like. Well, you watch Christ. a modern like uh, Illumination cartoon, kids are going to be so fucked up because the references of that are like 15 layers deep. <laughs> like, I don't remember which one it was, but there's like, there's literally the one that you want from Greece is in there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they're going to have no fucking concept of what any of this means. Like, their reference is going to be that's from that movie. Illumination yep. cartoon? Like the, the minions, people. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. All that bullshit. Yeah. Mm. But anyway. I've seen parts of it because I have you know, oh, young yeah. nieces and nephews. Sure. Uh, same here. Yeah. But anyway, Hooper. Hooper. Yeah, Hooper. Anyway. It's rate this bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll go. I haven't gone first yeah. in a while. Okay. Um, I fucking love Hooper. It's five jocks. Okay. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love every. I adore this movie, actually. <laughs> like, um... Yeah, it's it's everything like I like when we did Vanuary, it it occasionally swept over me where it was like this wave of nostalgia for a time period that I didn't actually live in. It it was like a fucking tsunami for this movie. Like mm-hmm. it was two scenes in and I was like, look, I here's the weird thing. Like there there are phrases dropped and and, and problematic things said. Yes. But it's like about twice. But but it, but it's weird because it's like it's actually nearly prophetic. Like yeah, in context, <laughs> right. it's not really rude. It's just the word yeah, used it, is rude. But right. it's like the concept of it there, is like there are multiple. There are several things that happen in this movie where I was like, this movie's fucking weird because it's like <laughs> it's like the future because <laughs> there there was a conversation about like I'll, I'll just without using the word I will say like there's a point where Jocko is like basically saying, like, why don't you marry my daughter? Like, don't you want to get married and have kids? He's like, everyone's getting married. It's like, even gay people are getting married. Of course, he uses it's not a nice word, but right. it's like, he's just like, he's just matter of fact stating it. Yeah. And it's like, at the time this movie was made, that wasn't really happening no, much. Not, I mean, not, 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 much. <laughs> not, not in an official capacity, for sure. No. no. I mean, maybe perhaps in California, but it, it was just kind of like, he's just like, dude, everyone's getting married. What the fuck? Yeah. And, and it's not like it, it wasn't like he was like, oh, them. It was just like, and then there's a point where Ski rides in on a fucking electric skateboard. Yeah. Like, or I mean, I'm sure not electric, but a fucking like. It was, yeah, it was a powered, little, powered skateboard powered thing. Skateboard and I was just like, holy shit, like this fucking movie. Like, <laughs> it's so weird. It's like it, you know, they say history comes in like, you know, sine waves or something. But like, this is just like, holy shit, this movie was so close to like now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But anyway, and I, yet yeah. what's what's strange about it is like the music in it is from like it wants you to think like this is like still 1940s Hollywood. Yeah, the music is very odd. Aside yeah. from our Star Groves, like the actual score itself. Yeah, there's no weird contemporary sounding music in it. Like some of it gets marchy, you know, kind of like here come the stunts, you know. But a lot of it is just like 1940s, you know, clowns. Well, I mean, jumping at barrels and shit. To be fair, also, what I mean, the the stunts they were mostly showing, besides whatever the fuck the spy movie they were shooting was. <laughs> Nobody was doing cowboy stunts in 1978. There was not a large, you know, not classic like horses rolling over. That mm-hmm. those kind of movies were fucking done. Yeah. There were no Roman movies being all everything. All, right, the, all yeah. the stunts they were doing were from like 40s and 50s yeah. movies. It, it's like every Saturday Night Live skit that takes place in the hallway where it's just like everyone's dressed up as weird yeah. characters. Like who the fuck are all you people? What show are you on? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and there it's was like there the was, back lot is just a, a cavalcade of stunt. There, people. there was that too because there was like a guy with like you know the wiggly Martian and, antennas yeah. and, <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a, like a gypsy yeah. fortune teller walking side by yeah. side. Just like, just, there are all things at all times. On I, a movie set, I took it like I took it like I take Three Amigos, where it's like it's in this general time, right? You know, it's just like the first, like, and I think like time 
has been kinder to the movie because now it's just like, yeah, old Hollywood was like this, you know, filming three movies, three concurrent sets, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not realistic, but it's like three amigos. It's like, that wasn't really silent movie times. Like Mexico was more advanced than this by then. You know, it was like, <laughs> like there's lots of things where it's just like, ah, eh, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but that's called suspension of disbelief. Right. Bert is so great in this. It's like he's we don't have a Bert these days. That's like kind of a cad, but you still like him anyway. Brian because Reynolds, sort of. But he's sort just of, He's yeah, close. But, but yeah. Bert, it, I know. I don't. No, I'm, not, that, I'm not, not comparing. Yeah, I don't feel that Bert is smarmy. Yeah. I feel like he's just kind of like he's got this charisma that lets him get away with so many things mm-hmm. and just being a dick to people. But everyone's like, ah, we're buds anyway. You know, it's like like he's teasing everyone else in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's but it always feels good natured, even if it comes off like if you say. You know, the whole, like, you know, all the short jokes he tells that guy. Oh, so good. Like, if you don't say them as Burt Reynolds, it sounds like, man, that guy's a dick. Yeah. But when Burt says them, you're just like, eh, that's Burt, isn't it? <laughs> he's you fun, know? isn't he? Well, the stunt woman that they rescue from the burning car, he's literally biting her on the ass as yeah. he's carrying out. And she's just like, oh, you. Yeah. You know, because that's that's just who Burt was. Yeah. I mean, it, he was like. This whole everything about him in this movie is effortless. It's right. like he's just gliding through the movie. Yeah. And like, yeah. the but movie, it doesn't look lazy. No, it yeah. doesn't look lazy at all. I mean, he's putting in the work, but the work looks super easy for yeah. him because he has so much charisma. And like the movie kind of dips into heavy drama on a cave for like a scene for a couple of scenes. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not you don't suddenly disbelieve the fact that Burt Reynolds is now super serious and is taking the moment seriously. I mean, he's not a fantastic actor, but when certain moments call for it, he can do what needs to be done. And it's not, it doesn't seem fake. Right. What's weird to me, like that scene in the hospital Mm. where he's, you know, talking to uh, Brian Keith and he's, you know, just, (laughs) it's effortless charisma, this entire movie. Yep. Like, He's just so... <laughs> he's hanging on the pull-up bar. He's hanging yeah. on that, yeah, that yeah. triangle-shaped pull-up bar that you always see in, in hospitals and movies but never actually see in real life. He's just got his arm on the crossbar of that, and he's just leaning in and giving him kind of a like, a like, hey, how you doing, buddy, yeah. smile. And it's it's just fucking charm out the ears well, in and that scene like, somehow. But it's not it's not him putting it on. It's no, just him it's being... it's just him. Yeah. But like he does a thing right before he grabs onto that, which is that he moves it slightly so that it's not blocking his face for the camera shot he just he moves it awkwardly to where like you wouldn't be hanging on it at an angle but that's what he does he kind of moves it a little bit and it's not in his face where the camera is it's like he just so casually does it no human being would do that but it's like yeah okay Bert would do that that makes I mean it's just he just seems so I mean he's made some bad movies he's made a lot of bad movies but it just seems so effortless and you you look at this movie in particular and you're like yeah i can see how that guy was just a, a ridiculous Huge star. star right like just yeah, how he was everyone the, just wanted to be around him he was a top grossing movie star for like five, five years. years straight yeah. five years yeah. yeah so yeah i it's he it's that character you want to be around like you want to be in the orbit of this person. Yeah. yeah, I don't think we mentioned it. Like when he's showing his stunt reel at the party, they're straight up parts of Deliverance. Oh yeah, just clips from it's, Deliverance. It's, it's like, it's yeah, like yeah. The him going down the rapids in Deliverance, like without the raft part. Yeah, you know, when it was, it's, when it was, yeah, more Burt Reynolds stunts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's great. Um, I hate to disappoint on my rating, 
so I'm not gonna. It's five jocks. That's it was fucking right. awesome. I loved it. Yeah. almost every frame of this movie. And it's not just like riding the Burt Reynolds hype train because he's fucking dead. This is legitimately. <laughs> yeah. I was afraid for this because I was like, yeah, uh, this is so a lot of these. When we try to do this, it ends up. Yeah. In I retrospect, mean, it feels disrespectful. Right. We are a bad movie. I mean, and podcast, to be fair, so we, were, happens. we were, you know, uh, we've changed. We've changed as people early on. We sometimes kind of did that as a joke. Like. Yeah, let's, Let, pick, let's, let's trash pick, this person. Well, not trash it, but like let's just pick a shitty movie out of their catalog. That mm-hmm. thing that they're not known for. We just got really lucky that it was like we legitimately wanted to see this movie. Oh, we could have. I oh, mean, absolutely. we could have paid tribute to Burt with some truly horrendous oh, sure, shit. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, there's a, plenty of later day yeah. things to go with. Yeah, but yeah, this is uh, just there. There's not anything to dislike about it. It with the one exception of you know the. One gay slur, that's probably the worst thing, and it wasn't really a mean-spirited thing, so... Yeah. Uh, I hate to, you know, I, I can't necessarily just excuse it, but it's a thing that happened at the time, and we've moved on from that, and we're all better people, right? Right. Yes. Um, yeah, like I said, I feel like it's almost forgivable just because it's like he was making a, a kind of beautiful point in a way of yeah. like... Everyone. It, it was, I mean, it was just like, it was it's poor choice of word, but it's just like... It's like your grandpa coming around and saying the wrong thing, but meaning the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, you know, like, like saying the the slight, the, the, what was acceptable at the time, that sounds awful now. Yeah. Phrase. Right. You know? Right. But yeah, there's, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with this movie. It is a lot of fun. It is peak Burt Reynolds. Mm. Um, everybody else is wonderful. Sally Field is doing everything that Sally Field should do, which is be weird and cry sometimes. And uh Yeah. Yeah, it's it's great. I was I I was not necessarily expecting this. And it when it when this movie started with that sort of long scene, I'm like, God, what kind of like are we gonna get like Burt Reynolds acting all washed up and shitty <laughs> On drugs. On and drugs. Just, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. Sneaking hope, perks. <laughs> right. I hope it's not that kind of thing, but it, it turned out it, it yeah. was completely the opposite. Just, mm-hmm. yeah. and Wonderful. Uh, obviously, I agree. It's a five five jocks movie. It's not a five-star movie, don't get me wrong, but no. it, it's for for what we do, and I think also given you know the fact that he just passed away i thought i was going to be on an island here and just be like i this is a five jocks movie because bert's so amazing but no i mean it's just it's a really fun movie yeah. it, it's a it's it's as it's as much nonsense as stunt rock was mm-hmm. it just has bert instead of rock <laughs> yeah. yeah well and i think that's that might be what happened to bert is like he was just i'm making fun movies yeah and you know and as time went on it was like no you can't make those anymore well, I you mean, we, we already made the comparison, but like, I will still fight anybody that like says Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, shit like that was was bad. It's like, no, like it's it's the argument that they have in High Fidelity. It's like, do the sins of later artists, you know, negate the great yeah. things of their past? You know, it's like, no, it's like he made some funny ass movies. Mm-hmm. He made a f- f- couple of funny ass albums. Yeah, he might be like, yeah, which basically everyone our age yeah. knows those. Yeah, he, right. he may be Adam Sandler comedy in every performance he's done for the last ten years. But uh, you know, whatever. That's that's you. That's on you, man. Like, yeah. You know, if you if you get tired and 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 don't care anymore, we're not going to either. You know, 
and I, I feel like maybe Bert's career was just like, yeah, another movie where we're just having fun, and, and people are like, I don't, no, I don't really want to see that. Well, yeah. yeah, and I can see how he like got bitter. Sure, because yes. I mean, he was like the biggest star in the world, and sure. you when get that slips away, you get accustomed to that. Yeah. I remember what it was like ten years later. He's on a TV show, which at the time was just like a fucking insult. At the time, yeah. I mean, it, it's not now because, like, you know, now TV's like, hey, TV's good. But, yeah, it was you a, know. a Burt Reynolds sitcom. You're just like, mm. yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like you know that had that was probably the beginning of like true bitterness. And yeah, it's it's a shame that unfortunately he didn't appreciate that he was put in one of the finer films of of the '90s. And yeah. you know, doesn't yeah, like, you know, I, I hope I, he came to terms with that i mean i hope he was at peace with the fact that he was in a great movie and gave a great performance because everything surrounding his interviews around that time were just like man bert you don't get it yeah i honestly <laughs> think like that he was just like this guy's taking it too seriously yeah. this whole yeah. movie thing and just couldn't get over that yeah you know because like i, I would think <laughs> paul anderson is like gonna be a pretty serious person on set about like what he wants mm-hmm. and sure. someone like bert's just like used to having all the power and being like, Hey, we're all hanging out on set and I'm going to wink at the camera and yeah. whatever. I mean, I imagine like that, that would him getting cast in boogie nights is probably like if he'd gotten cast in like the shining, you know, like trying to work with someone like Kubrick and just be like, um, I'm you're giggling. What the fuck are you doing? Like <laughs> yeah. I'm one step away from Hitchcock. You're cattle, you know, like <laughs> you're, you do what I fucking say. And it has to be perfect. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But this but, this is some prime fun Bert. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you want. Yep. And maybe one day you'll be able to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I'm saying if you can find the out of print DVD, go for it. But see it seek it out however you can. Yeah. And and get with the program movie movie studios. Yeah. And I don't don't generally condone that, but if you don't make it available, seek seek away. Mm-hmm. Life finds a way. It sure does. So well let's take a quick break, shall we? Uh, hey. So I think it's be sort of a short half. We yeah. don't have, we've been playing video games and stuff. So yeah. yeah, we're working or both. I watched I watched a couple things. Yeah, uh, tell us about it. Weird rando stuff. Uh, I filled in a gap in my film knowledge. I watched uh, 1991's New Jack City. Okay, I had never Man. seen New Jack City. New Jack City. Hmm. So I had some misconceptions about New Jack City. Uh, I thought it was one of the super serious, gritty, you know, boys in the hood. Menace to Society type things. Mm-hmm. That movie's goofy. <laughs> that movie's goofy. Wesley Snipes is straight up a Batman villain in that. Yeah, I mean it's mm. it's on the it's not a street level thing. It's like crazy, like high level. Yeah, you know, naked women doing cocaine. Or, yeah, well, making cocaine. Right. things. Yeah, but the the weird thing about it is that like New Jack City has been kind of referenced and parodied so many times over the years that watching it feels a little like a comedy. I mean, there are parts of it that are still super relevant, and there are other parts that are just like, this is fucking dumb. Like, this is a joke, right? Like, this is, you You guys are being funny. I'm, I'm not, I'm unclear as to what you're trying to do here. It's, I mean, it's very entertaining. Don't get me wrong. 
it's just it's just odd. It, it's odd that because it's something that has been since done nine hundred times, and both seriously and comedically. Uh, plus, it's a little hard taking Chris Rock seriously as a drug addict mm. because it feels like a skit, and I no. feel like he in a skit has made fun of this movie, like maybe when he was on In Living Color or something. And I'm just like, I feel like I've seen this somewhere else, but not meant to be serious. So this is odd. Yeah, but when was Chris Rock on In Living Color? Like as a guest? Oh, like at, right after, after Saturday Night Live. SNL. Really? Yeah, yeah. I must have missed he quit that SNL and he was on In Living Color for about a year. I must have stopped watching by that point. Yeah. I think everyone had. Okay. Yeah, it was the show was not in vogue right in then. Hmm. Um, but yeah, was it TLC? <laughs> yes. All right. Um, it, it's weird. I'm always up and down on Wesley Snipes. Like I think he's the worst thing in Demolition Man. I think that his perf- <sighs> I think his performance in Demolition Man is is laughable. I, I think it's bad. It's just him screaming the whole time, and it's not very good. His performance in this is amazing. Okay. Like, watching him in this, I I was super impressed with Wesley Snipes. So. Okay. I guess I, I should probably rewatch it. I mean, I, I also am probably a little biased by the all the stories that came out during <laughs> the Blade movies. Where Blade he was, Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just sitting in his trailer all, you know, and smoking weed and wouldn't come out, and <laughs> everyone was making fun of him. Um, but yeah, you should watch New Jack City. It's It's surprisingly good. It, it's really interesting when they just introduce crack like hey we've got this new stuff called crack we should do that and it's like yeah d- duh crack and you're like oh wait no this is where it started all right fine so it's interesting um i also watched an anime oh wow what what is happening <laughs> what 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 is happening here are what? we turning into weebaboos um although it's really more of a manga than a, than an anime. Wait, so you read an anime? No, it's based on an on oh, a, it's based manga on a manga. Oh, that still makes it an anime. May have become an anime. An anime. Uh, anyway, I watched the like 2009 version of Astro Boy. What? <laughs> I, what? What? Yeah. I, I didn't, what is that? I watched Astro Boy. What's? I don't even know this one. It's a kid with uh, rockets on his feet and a weird haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like Bob's Big Boy. Wasn't Nicholas yes. Cage involved in that in some way? Yes. Yes, which is the primary reason I watched okay. Astro Boy. Uh, he is a he is first of all the cast of that movie. That movie's loaded. Okay. Like it's Nicolas Cage and Charlize Theron and just like the, you look at the cast and you're like what the fuck. Of course I have to watch this. Uh, and then you realize, oh wait, it's an anime. Um, <laughs> a Japan no, story of my life, man. Is it actually an anime? I'm like, like, man, like, that sounds awesome. And then, oh wait, it's an anime. Okay, like, is it actually made in Japan, or was it like like Americans were like, hey, we're making the thing based on a Japanese? Here's what's thing. super weird about oh, okay. it. Okay, it's a U.S. Hong Kong co-production with a super British level of sense of humor. <laughs> like half the cast is British. It's weird. It's fucking weird <laughs> if it's made in hong kong it's not an anime but yeah i mean i know i understand by definition, definition. i'm it's just basically chinamation <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's fucking weird but it's overall okay it's fine i mean it's perfectly fine it is a watchable story it seems very basic there are some parts of it that might be a little problematic for kids because it does basically involve this kid getting killed and turned into a rocket boy. Mm. Um, that seems like best case scenario to me. It, it really is. Yeah. But I, my main problem with it is that Nicolas Cage is basically a grieving father in this. And so therefore he's just sad, detached Nicolas Cage in this. And Aww. why the fuck do you hire Nicolas Cage to do a voice in your fucking anime if he's not going to be screaming into the mic the whole time? He probably demanded to be a voice in this anime. In this I don't, animated film. I don't doubt it, but 
there are other characters he could have done. And so my my level of excitement was dashed when he was just fucking mopey cartoon man the whole time. Mm. Like, why did you hire him for this? This doesn't. This, who cares? Um, but yeah, the 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 big bad is Donald Sutherland, who's who's just by the end a giant ass robot destroying a city, which just seems weird. That seems accurate for Donald Sutherland. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. It's it's fine. It's perfectly acceptable. <laughs> well, I, that's a. I, that's I went and read some reviews after it, and it was like, "Man, this is fucking trash." And I went, "Really? It's not that. It's fine." Okay. So, I just really wanted to tell a story where it started. Mm. I watched an anime <laughs> just to get everyone's reactions. Yeah, it's a little bit of a swerve, but I'll, we'll, we'll let you. It's, we'll let you have it, it counts. Fine, mm. it counts. Um, I have absolutely no segue into what I've watched. Um, I'll just dump, jump in. Okay, so. <laughs> What happened? What was the series of events? Like, I, I was, um... Was what, it a series of unfortunate events? It wasn't. Uh, uh-huh. I, I just somehow, like, I was... When I was not feeling well, I decided I'm going to rewatch Flight of the Concords, the TV show from HBO. Oh, comfort. Yeah, just stuff. like... Yeah. And then and, and, and the thing is, is, like, I got almost all the way to the first season. All of a sudden, I went, I don't remember this episode. And then the second season started, and I was like... I don't think I've seen any of these episodes. So a show oh, that I, I thought I had consumed <laughs> in, its, in, in its entirety, I apparently never finished. Huh. And now I have. Um, and it, it's great. And I recommend it. I mean, if, if, if you are in the club, like, I feel like there are several comedic clicks of people mm-hmm. that are like, oh, well, this person's related to this person. And, you know, like this is, they all know each other. It's like, there's like the Apatow universe. Um, then there's like the Mr. Show Troy Miller universe, and yep. this is part of that. Okay. Like Troy Miller directed a bunch of these episodes, and it's very much in the same um, style as like the uh, the T- Tenacious D mm-hmm. episodes that they did for HBO. Oh, post, right. You know, like the short things they did after Mr. Show. Yeah. Um, it's it's almost like the same formula. To, like the opening stuff is almost exactly the same, and it's very similar plot wise in that like they have these flights of fancy where it's like they are much better musicians than they appear when they're actually doing gigs. And that's kind of the whole shtick of it is like, you'll watch this amazing music video, but it's all in their heads. Mm-hmm. And then when they go perform, it's kind of shitty and nobody likes it except for Kristen Shaw, who's like their only fan. Mm-hmm. And she's great in the whole series anyway. Um, and also it's uh, several, I think there's three or four episodes that are directed by Taita Waititi. Oh, Taika Waititi. I'm going to get his name right eventually. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it, you can see the origins of, of him too, you know, like the, the, the New Zealand click, if you will. Okay. Um, <laughs> but that uh, kind of just spawned me into, like, I was like, fuck, this is great. I, I can't believe I didn't see all these episodes to thinking about what they've done post that and then going, oh yeah, one of them has an Oscar. And what do they have an Oscar for? The, the first or the, the first of the supposed Muppet movie reboots, the mm-hmm. Jason Segel Muppets, just called the Muppets movie. Mm-hmm. He won an Oscar for that. Um, Brett McKenzie did. Yeah. Hmm. And funny thing is, I believe Jermaine Clement was up for an Oscar for the sequel, but it didn't win because oh. he wrote some songs for the second one, which is kind of strange. The second one's not very good. Yeah, it's not as good. But yeah. I, I basically went and rewatched um, that and the, uh, the the two new ones. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I just that's the end of that. I mean, again, yeah, Muppets Bones wanted. It's not nearly. It's 
it pales in comparison to the Muppets. I think the Muppets, if you if you are even remotely a fan of all things Muppets, that is an amazing movie. Like that is, yeah, that's hammering your nostalgia bone pretty yeah, hard. And, and and but like in a, in a in like one of the best ways, like yeah. in a, in a, almost like a Force Awakens kind of way, where it's like, well, you're just doing the thing. It's like, yeah, but it's different enough, and they're aware, and shut up and just go with it. Yeah. You know. Kind of way. Well, the fact that they have to get a ridiculous number of somethings at the end to do the thing they're trying to do, and they don't, and then they just get this this small local fervor, you know, this group of people who are just like, yay, the Muppets, you know, it's like, okay, well, that's good enough. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, I fucking adore that movie. I mean, like, everyone is so good in it. The songs are clever as shit. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the, the needle drop ones are sometimes a little obvious, you know, like, you know, the ones that aren't original songs. But the original songs are fantastic. There, yeah. there are so many good songs in that, and um, I mean, Jason Siegel's great. Amy Adams is a joy. Uh, just a fucking delight in that movie. Chris Cooper is hamming it up just right. <laughs> it's it's so good. And I, if for some reason you were just like Muppets, who gives a fuck? And they made that not so good TV show, you know. But God, yeah. go back and watch that movie. It's so good. I mean, I, I I'm sure I am one hundred percent the perfect age with that because I grew up watching the show. I grew up watching all of the the original three or four movies that are good. Mm -hmm. You know, like I was so the target market for that movie and I hope other people can have it, but I, it's just so good. Well, I should watch that. I mean, didn't the Muppets continue the weird ending of the Muppets take Manhattan where they're kind of married? Yeah. It's (laughs) like, yeah, they, at some point they went, what was this even legal? Like, yeah, I didn't even really ask you. It just sort of happened. (laughs) And then like they're, Broken, they start off broken up. It's like it, it, it exists in the post yes. Muppets Take Manhattan universe. Okay, good. It kind the only other one I think it even remotely acknowledges is Muppets from Space because Gonzo says something like "People of Earth, oh, I've, yeah. I've come here," and like <laughs> right. that's the only time they originally established that Gonzo is yes, he's a fucking alien. That's right. like the only acknowledgement other than the original trilogy. Yeah, is just like he says something like that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> But Muppets from Space is actually I, pretty I consider good. Muppets from Space part of the canon. I do, too. And actually, Muppet Christmas Carol's got one of my favorite lines of all Muppet things. Well, those are fine, but they're the flights of fancy. They're... Yeah, I mean, the Treasure Island one's good only because of Tim Curry, mm-hmm. Tim, but otherwise it's not that good. But, like, if you haven't seen Muppet Christmas Carol, I mean, it's not a spoiler, because if you don't know the fucking story of Christmas Carol, get the fuck off this planet. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, how, you know, for you, real, you shouldn't be downloading podcasts if you don't know how a Christmas Carol goes. But, like, my favorite line in that is, like, Rizzo the Rat is narrating the end of that movie, and they're like, and Tiny Tim, and he goes, who did not die? <laughs> <laughs> and just the way he's, like, parentheses. <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Muppets, the Muppets, I think it's 2011. That movie's so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. That's oh. Is that old already? I, yeah. And I still haven't seen it. It's, it's so good. I see it. Like, yeah. and, and it's got like, it's almost got Joss Whedon levels of humor at points. Like, it's clever. I mean, it's really it's, clever. It's really clever. Like, there's a line in a song, like, and, and I say Joss Whedon because like, most people would say like, it's more like Frozen. And it's like, if you rewatch Frozen, not only will Deadpool t- tell you that they stole songs directly from Yentl, but <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but there, there's literally a line that they straight up stole from a Joss Whedon uh, from the Once More with Feeling episode that everyone laughed at, where we finished each other's sandwiches mm-hmm. is the exact same line from a Joss Whedon thing. Yeah, but yes, there is a line in this happy ass fucking Muppet number <laughs> where everybody's walking by and just saying something random and they turn it into part of the song lyric and this one guy goes walks by and he goes, Life's a filet of fish and they're just like, 
yes, it is. Because <laughs> they don't have anything. They're like, sure. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, it's so goddamn good. Yeah, the, the, the thing that makes that first reboot re- or return really good is that they had to try so hard to get it back and relevant again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they were just like, okay, it's relevant again. We could just do whatever with the Muppets. And you're like, oh, no, guys, you can't just do another... And the Muppets have a crazy adventure and right. the Muppets have a TV show. It's like, no, you really, you're going to have to keep, yeah, you're going to have to keep doing what you did in that first one. And like when they said like Jason Siegel wasn't coming back to do the second one, you were just like, oh, yeah. And I still, the backstory of how he got that movie is the most hilarious thing <laughs> yeah. ever. Yes. Like, they were so and so and so forgetting Sarah Marshall, the movie where he hung dong and said, that's the guy yeah. to make the fucking Muppets come back. Yeah, because he made the fucking Dracula musical yeah. with puppets in it. <laughs> They're like, hey, obviously he knows what's up. I, I fucking that's amazing. I that's the kind of shit like if when you piece it together, that's like Hollywood. I know you can be terrible, but like it's things like that. I'm like, it gives me hope where it's like, yeah, you know, it, it's a, I mean, whatever. I could go on a whole rant, but it's like. People have done weird things, and, and just because they've done a weird thing doesn't mean they can't do something kid or family friendly. Yes, exactly. You know, there's there's a duality in a man. You know, the, and it was the, proven the whole Jungian thing. Fucking hung out his dong in that movie, and yeah. then it was like, here's a Muppet movie, and friend, it's, <laughs> and it's sincere as fuck. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I will stop gushing about the Muppets, but watch that movie. Yeah, and fly fly the Concords. Mm-hmm. I'm done. That went longer than I meant for it to. Yeah, we have fun here. It's okay. I don't have anything. Watch. Well, I, I watched all the dance scenes in Step Up 3D, but in non-3D, and I was like, man, I wish I had watched those in 3D. Again. <laughs> why, why didn't you watch them in 3D? Did you, yeah, why didn't what, you watch them? Because I was watching movie. them on YouTube. Oh, oh okay. Because oh. right. Jen's been into World of Dance. Okay. Mm. We've watched a whole bunch of that show, which is really good, like... And there wasn't enough Dance hand cruise. dancing in it yeah. for you? No, but I, I was like... Mother, I, motherfucking fiction, right? Yeah, I, I was like, we need God some... Goddamn, that dude was, is fucking good. Yeah, I was like, we need some stuff. Uh-huh. Like that, because we were, we were caught up. She's like, man, I'm kind of bummed about this. I'm like, hang on a second. I got something for you. And I was like, I need to borrow Step Up 3D because that movie's fucking insane in all the best possible ways. Mm-hmm. And I forgot, like, they announced the one battle. It's They just, like, on screen it has a title card that says The Battle of Red Hook. <laughs> And it's one of the best dance battles, and it's got that mm-hmm. that fucking guy who's able to like freeze his head and then move his body and his neck around while his head stays in the same place. Oh yeah, that dude from the yeah, yeah. I, for, I forget what he he was. He was he's on like a, a legend. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that whole community. Yeah, but, the, the street dance thing. But he they had that famous YouTube video where he did like it's like best robot dance ever. It's, yeah, that guy. He's so goddamn good. Yep, I like watching dance things on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I've yeah, <laughs> I watched a lot of dance stuff recently. Mm-hmm. And I need to watch Step Up 3D again. We need to finish. We need to finish that fight. We We still have one movie left. Yeah. Yeah. Step Up All In. Yeah. I think we were waiting too long for hopefully like a 3D version, but now that it's not relevant anymore. Yeah, but man, because Step Up 3D, like when you don't watch it in 3D, you realize just how much they're playing up the 3D aspect of it. Oh God, constantly just like sliding right at you and just fucking hand dancing. And I had forgotten. I was like, man, Step Up was one of the best 3D movies that came out. They knew what to do. Yeah. I was I wasn't remotely going to mention it, but I, I I started up the step up train again myself. I was like, I have to watch all these movies yeah. again. I I watched the first. I only made it through the first three, but well, that's as far as you should get. No, 
Step Step Up Two is fucking great. No, I, no, no, I'm saying oh, don't okay. watch four until we watch four. No, we, we watch, watch four. four. We need to watch five. That was one with the flash mobs, and it wasn't very yeah. good. Oh, there, there are five. I've, okay, yeah. I didn't I didn't go past where we were, but I was like, okay, I kept thinking like, man, it might be time to announce that we need to do the next Step Up movie. So I was kind of preparing myself. I forgot there were the so background. many in such a short period of time because all it is is dancing. That you could just make one every six months and Chuck, like all what all it is is dancing. Yeah. Like it's not like spaceships and no, the guy puppets. was making a documentary about everyone learning to dance. <laughs> oh, right. And then the other one, her family was owned a lot of land and <laughs> that was bad because everyone was squatters like rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But they didn't have AIDS. They were just dancers. That. Okay. Right. Checks out. Do you know how many uh, step up movies they made? 525. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm going right. to rent you a hospital room. <laughs> uh, just we do have a note. correspondence. Yeah, we just, I just wanted to note something that was left on the Patreon page, which not everyone gets to see, but it was nice to hear. It was uh, from Emery Laserwolf, <laughs> which... Yeah, right away. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like to think he's Dr. Emery Lazar. PhD. Mr. Laserwolf was my father. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, Just said, uh, yours is the only shitty movie podcast I could stomach for a couple reasons. You don't love garbage for garbage sake, making recommendations useless. As in, if you like garbage for garbage sake, recommendations become useless. you comment on and don't like racist, misogynistic, or homophobic content. You guys kick ass. Side note, I wish there was a list of all your movies and the ratings. There kind of is. There's a list of the movies uh, on Letterboxd. We have a link to it on the site. I maintain that list and keep it updated. So, But, yeah, until we redesign the site, that's not happening. And redesigning the site is not happening. Well, we've, we were talking about this over dinner that you oh. could not join us for. There, there, oh. we, we may have some ideas. Okay. Yeah, I know we had ideas we, like a year ago, well, then we we're like, ah, no, 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 that no, no, takes no. Time. I, I, Well, the redesign the site thing probably not happening anytime oh, okay. soon. But I mean, we have them all in a Google Doc. Um, we're just thinking about exporting because we've also got other info and stuff in there. Yeah. But if we export just the ratings page, we might be able to do a read only share so you can go look at it. Um, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, we do have a full chart of every single thing we've ever rated. Yeah, we do. Which has averages and all sorts of shit in it. Yeah, so if you like it's stats, very, mm-hmm. it's very easy to pull up. Well, somebody was trying to do like a. Oh yeah, I remember someone was like, uh, "Let's do the God, averages." And, and, yeah, like five years ago, they were trying. They were like, "I'm a st- I'm a statistics major or yeah. something," and they're like, "I want to do mess with some stuff." And they had like deviation from the mean as far as like who who rates the the most controversial out of all like mm-hmm. all that sort of shit. And, mm-hmm. and, and there was a lot of math that I was like, I don't understand anything you're doing, but it sounds cool. While, while we're mentioning this. Um, it, this also occurred to us, uh, we, uh, through our discord, we had some discord with our fa- fans and said, we are going, <laughs> we had some no. discussion with we, our fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, there was uh, no discord. Okay. It's all harmonious. Oh, all right. Uh, but th- somebody said, why don't we have a wiki page? And so we made a wiki page and we're like, look, we're all too busy. We do a lot of shit. We do way too many extra bonus shows for Patreon, uh, but here it is. Anyone, it's a wiki. So if you want to go fill it in, go for it. And look, we understand we're not we're not begging. I'm just I realized that it was only ever really discussed in the discord. Mm-hmm. We've never actually said it on the show proper. Right. Um, does anybody know? Is it just bmfcast.wikia. Whatever. Correct. bmfcast.wikia.com. Okay. W-I-K-I-A. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, 
if you want to hop on that, I mean, you know, I'm saying that not everyone is social in the way of like wanting to ch- chat on Discord. I know there's some people out there that just like to keep themselves and listen to us. If you once we make this available, if somebody wants to be cool and make a part of the wiki page. Yeah, like if your one main social outlet is editing Wikipedia and you're a fan of the show, why not? Yeah, I, I just I, I just figured it well, was we we, I mean, we were we fr- don't have to couch this in just you know any of our any of our yeah. fans who aren't social with us in other ways. Sure, just if anybody out there, yeah, hey, yeah. Exactly. listen, I know what my old job was like. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all have a lot of time on your hands during the day and an internet connection. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, and that, that's, I'm saying connect the dots, follow <laughs> the money, and that's all I'm saying. It just I'm throwing it out here because we never really announced it on the show proper. We just uh, a fragment of people that happened to join us on our chat thing heard it there, but it was never really like an yeah. official mm-hmm. channel. Like, Hey, this exists. And if yeah. you wanted, yeah. I tried to edit it once to add all the guests that we've had on the show and I broke the formatting and fucked it up. So mm. it looks stupid now. Okay. Cause I don't understand the internet. I, yeah. I'm we're, we're bad at internetting. Some of us on though. We should be probably be better. If you yeah. read a little bit, it, it doesn't take a long time to get sort of how, wikis work but they are easy to mess up if you yeah. don't take the time to like mm-hmm. and yeah. if you do Read it up. like Mackie it'll be wiki wiki whack yes yeah it was <laughs> but use that as your um as your application to our theoretical Banffcast uh end of summer fall oh, winter yeah we spring summer fall how, winter how, how many episodes have program. we made it's it's a lot I said at the beginning 437 was it yes yeah, yeah plus uh, spoil cast plus sure bonus. I, I i i will at minimum anyone that fill, goes out and creates a ratings uh, wiki page i will award you at least 500 no prizes so oh, that's pretty yeah, Man, that's pretty that's steep. steep yeah how did we both decide to use steep for that good for us we're in sync we are in sync i'm actually more i think it's like some unity <laughs> unity hmm Oh, so okay. anyway, but <laughs> thank you, thank you, Emery yeah. Laser Wolf. Yes, for the kind words. That's I'm so glad you enjoy us. <laughs> yes, Doctor Emery Laser Wolf. I'm I'm glad someone gets what we keep saying we do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad right. someone's actually listened. And well, parroted, I mean, though, back I mean, at they, us. I, mean yeah. I know a lot of people do, but it's just like I, I think we hammer home a lot of times is like we don't want to just fucking shit on things. Yeah. We don't, we, don't, we don't want to watch the deathbeds. We just, we did, because at one point I was like, this is a thing I've heard people do. Like, Pat Oswald has that whole thing about there's a deathbed movie. <laughs> it just turns out <laughs> it's boring as fuck. And <laughs> yeah, not see, our thing. Very pretentious horror movie. Yeah. yeah. So, but we yeah. will watch these dumb bad things. We, sure. We, yeah. And, we, well, yeah, and, and we, so much early on was it felt like we were obligated to watch them. Sure. You know, it was like, well, this is what we do. Yeah. But I mean, we, we, everyone, I mean, I'm not saying it's all five jocks all the time because that would get, we would lose perspective. Exactly. We, we, we do need to we, We've that. just been be lucky boring. the past few months. Yeah. 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 We've been doing all right. Although, you know, it was only two episodes ago that we did fucking ballistic X versus Sever. So. That's what I mean. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. you know, we got it. Sometimes we step in and we're like, yeah, it's probably not our thing, but we need some perspective. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We're still going to cover some bad stuff. But oh, yeah. Don't yeah. worry. We, we want the good bad. The enjoyable bad. It's what we want as but, a one of five jocks is yeah. robot jocks. Sometimes you you just don't know. You just don't know. Yep. So anyway, thank you for writing us on Patreon. Yeah, I had, I had to dig around and like, where did this go? Like what like it's like I could only find it, it in email. Yeah. Well it, there's a there's a tab on the Patreon page that says posts. 
And it's just people posting oh. to our website, oh, okay. our okay. Patreon page. Yeah, so. don't try and use Patreon's app because it's trash. It is. It's garbage. Atrocious. Patreon.com slash BMFK. They should, uh, mm. you know, have some sort of fundraiser to uh, make their app better. Perhaps they <laughs> yeah, should crowdsource like, their... Yeah, people could subscribe and donate. <laughs> like, do yeah. you enjoy what we do? Maybe if they had changed their billing format, we would have gotten it. Yeah, or maybe a hundred And everyone things. would have dropped off. <laughs> but, but yes, uh, visit us there, patreon.com slash BMFCast. If you can't spend the money on us, mm-hmm. spend the time and tell a friend or two. Yeah. Right. Write a review. I mean, I mean yeah, we, we, iTunes we, re- reviews are still cool. Well, we, we shit on iTunes reviews, but I mean, unfortunately, we it, shit on the bad ones. It's the, well, it's, it's the 800 pound gorilla. I mean, you know, some more reviews get you shown better in the store front, you know, good or bad. I mean, yep. just a number, you know, obviously we're not asking you to go write bad reviews because we're not masochists, but you know, it, it just it just sucks as a format because a bad review is just like, okay, well, I have no, no way to respond, and mm-hmm. that person's yeah. probably already you know hit and run and move on. <laughs> if you if you decide that you're going to write a bad review and you've listened this far, at least also email us and tell us why we suck. Yeah, at, email us at bmf at bmfcast.com to tell us why we suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give us a chance to respond. Yeah, so we, uh, as we said, or we, to we, mock we've... you mercilessly <laughs> because you're an asshole. Yeah, we, we've we've changed as people, so we can change our format slightly. Yeah, do things slightly different. We no. have, we're better. We have, I mean, we have slowly. We're I mean, slow we're better change. people, but we shouldn't change for people who don't like us on iTunes. We have subtly changed little things, like what our rating system is based on. We did, yes. yeah, we did. because like someone made a an argument that made sense. Yeah, a valid point. Yep. So there you go. Also, it wasn't relevant anymore. It wasn't relevant. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the most important. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Was that it? Yep. All right. I think so. BMFcast.com. Don't forget that. Yeah. 9105 Jocks BMF. 9105569263. Garfield's lonely. He hasn't gotten a call in a while. Yeah. Call the Garfield phone. You guys still use telephones, right? If you're, you know, commuting between states, just give them a quick ring. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. We're we're missing all of our trucker friends. Right. (laughs) Have you all been murdered? Call us and let us know. Have you eaten any super fiber bars and gotten on a public transit system of any kind? (laughs) We We want to know. Yeah. I still need to know the end of that story. I can't believe he ate three fiber ones and was driving a train. <laughs> that, he was driving something else after that. That man died. That man's in heaven now. I just assume that everyone that doesn't correspond with us anymore has died. Yeah. yeah. That's the only explanation. Yeah, pretty much. He died right. as he lived, mm-hmm. shitting violently. <laughs> well, like you said, it's the volume, not he the... Took that, <laughs> he took that midnight train to Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> I think is on Urban Dictionary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh he's leaving. <laughs> we uh, wrap it up. Yeah, let's get out of here, shall we? All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. Oh.